Hi, this is Stuttering John Melendez from The Howard Stern Show. And for some really stupid reason, you're listening to Insufferable Bastards. Great name for a podcast, morons. Thank you, Mr. Stuttering John. Much appreciated. Perfect, the perfectly fine Insufferable Bastards. Those of you that are into podcasts like to listen to that kind of stuff. I mean, you know. All right, speaking of people you don't want to hang out with, I happened to stumble across this show on YouTube called Insufferable Bastards. Hmm. Hmm. That's Carl and the other guy from Who Are These Podcasts did a mini takedown on us a while back. Hey, I'm Carlos Danger. Welcome to Insufferable Bastards. How's everybody doing? How are you? You good? I'm okay. So this is a podcast. If you don't know, we basically review movies, TV shows. But, you know, uh, obviously our reviews and thoughts and taste are much better than yours. So, I, I, you know, I, I know we're not supposed to say that. We're supposed to say, like, every, every, every video I see on YouTube that's reviewing something is like, now this is my opinion of the movie or TV show. Yours may be different, but this is mine. If you have your review or your opinion, you're entitled. No, I'm not about that. Your taste sucks. I listen to other podcasts that review movies. Your taste sucks. I'm standing by my opinion. Sorry. Listen, here's the thing, and here's why. I'm going to go into it a little bit more. I don't care. Brian's not here. You know why? He's working on a movie, so he's not around. He's on set. You hear that? He's on set because he works on movies and television shows. I've been writing for a living since 1998. I've done nothing else. I put food on my table, writing. You get that? So I can have an opinion that I stand by, that I'm proud of. I'm not going to be ashamed of it. And yes, your taste sucks. Another thing, among podcasts that get about 100 listeners a week, we are big deals. You want the clip from Anchorman? I don't have it. You know why I don't have it? I don't have time to grab it because I have a job. I work for a living. Tell you another thing, among podcasts that get like 100 downloads... We are absolutely, without a doubt, in like the top 5%. And I'm talking about even podcasts that haven't published in 10 years. We're right up there with them. So, yeah, like I said, it's a solo episode, just like last week, if you heard, due due to the fact that Brian and I couldn't uh, line up our schedules, all right? So I'm sorry. I went back and I listened to last week's solo episode. It's a perfect episode. Perfect. It was huge. Review of Batman. The Batman. Go listen to it if you haven't. Keep banging my goddamn baseball cap against my goddamn microphone. But, uh, you know, I get it. I went back and I listened. I I probably listened about 16 times, so I'm 16% of the downloads. I realize my delivery's no good, okay? I'm boring. It sounds boring. I'm not a podcaster. But you know what? When I recorded last week, my wife, she was in the other room doing laundry. And yeah, of course, yeah, she looks down on me for doing a podcast, okay? So I've got that, her eyes bearing down on me. It's awkward, okay? You even married, pal? I doubt it. I doubt any of you are married. 
So now I'm alone in my basement. Uh, there's nobody in the house except the dog and the cat. And there's some inflection in my voice. Okay, you good? You good? You all right? Can we move on to the topic at hand? Here's the whole episode. I don't know what to talk about. I haven't seen any movies. Because again, I work for a living. Okay, I don't work nine to five either. I work nine to five and then I get two hours off. I got to feed my kids and then I work nights. Yeah, that was a long pause. So I thought for this episode, just to get one out there, because, oh, God forbid, God forbid we don't publish an episode. We got to hear from John Amenta, Pina Comics. So we say, oh, we do an episode every week, no matter what. We've got episodes lined up for the next six weeks. He invited us on to, to, to do 48 hours. Is that ever happening, John? Maybe that could be on your uh, to-do list. So I just want to simply recommend some other podcasts. These are podcasts that I've stumbled upon. You know, I don't know how you listen to podcasts, but I just got to say, like, actually, let, let me just correct something, okay? I'm not going to go back and edit this out. I'm recommending specific, for the most part, podcast episodes. You got that? Podcast episodes. Here's why. Because I'm a coward. Because I don't want to recommend one of these podcasts. Some rando listens to this, goes back and finds something offensive or whatever, that came out of the mouths or the guests of somebody on one of these goddamn podcasts, all right? So I'm not taking ownership of everything that's ever come out of their mouths. So nowadays, anything can be used against you in a court of law, a court of public opinion. Somebody tweets at your employer, suddenly you're, you're unemployed because it's perceived that you're supporting something. So for all I know, for all I know, these podcasts, the people behind them, I, I mean, the chances are they're terrible people. They've probably done horrible things in their lives, okay? I'm not aware of it. But I stumbled upon them, you know, going to sleep, looking around uh, iTunes, stumbling around YouTube or Good Pods, that Good Pods app. And I came across some of these episodes and I gave them a chance. And I was like, oh, that was a pretty good episode. That was something interesting. That was compelling. I listened all the way through. Let's talk about that. Don't be canceling me. What I don't want is a Nick DiPaolo situation. You know what I mean? Remember Nick, Nick DiPaolo? Funny guy. I interviewed him several times. Over the last 20 years, always good guy, funny, gracious with his time. And now, I don't know what, now he's just like, get off my lawn. Just like the politics all day. It's like, I, I don't know. I, so I don't want to like, suddenly, I had to finally, I had to finally stop following him. I'm sorry. But I don't want the one of those situations here where suddenly just because I've, I listened to Nick DiPaolo or interviewed him 20 years ago, that I endorse everything he says. Okay? I feel like I have to say that. All right, so let's go. And here's why. I listen religiously. This is a podcast that I listen to every episode. All right? This isn't just one episode. I listen to the podcast. Misery Loves Company, hosted by stand-up Kevin Brennan. There are three podcasts I support for $3 a month on Patreon. Misery Loves Company, Pint of Comics, and Super Retro Throwback Reviews. Although, things are getting tight, guys. One of, you, one, one of you is losing my support. It's nothing personal. You seen the gas prices? Blah, 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 gas is going up. Blah, blah, blah. Ukraine, blah, blah, blah. But I listen to, I listen to podcasts in waves, you know what I mean? For a long time, it was Mark Marin. Like, I binge him, you know? I was on a tiger belly kick. Not binging him, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I make it a point to listen to, to these podcasts, and then I kind of, like, fall out of favor, you know? Brett Easton Ellis, when he had a free podcast uh, a few years back. I always check in with Greg Fitzsimmons, Fitzdog. He's got a good, 
good interview podcast. And I prefer that. I like the interviews and I tend to like comedians interviewing other comedians. Don't know why. Uh, but yeah, right now, Kevin Brennan is the only podcast, Misery Loves Company, where I, when I get a notification on Patreon, I'm there. I'm there. I'm listening. Or at least I'm, I'm, you know, maybe I'm waiting for after work. I tend to listen to the podcast at the very end of the night before I fall asleep. So on his latest podcast, at least as of this recording, and uh, I'm recording this on March 11th, Friday. So it's Brennan basically insulting his Patreon supporters, insulting a host of other comics, comics, you know, big comics, comics that aren't as known. Hack fans, he calls fans hacks. You can be a hack comedy fan, which is great. I love the guy because maybe, you know, maybe he's shtick at times, the whole negativity thing, but it sounds pretty real to me. He sounds like he's a real person expressing his real opinions. And, you know, I don't know, maybe I identify with the fact that I can be bitter too. And I don't know what he says about comedy. I think you could translate into any job. You know, so he's just freaking relatable to me. And he'd make fun of me for saying that. He went on a rant in that latest episode of his podcast where he basically is going on and on about, oh, you think you're an edgy comic? You're not edgy if you're trying to get a Netflix special. And it comes down, he goes on for like five minutes. And it comes down to the fact that he thinks you're edgy. You can be two things. You're edgy if you, one, live alone above your mom's garage, or two, are dead. <laughs> Other than that, you ain't edgy. I don't know. And he's recording his podcast like at his place, at his apartment, wherever he lives. I think it's either New York, New Jersey. And he's always on the lookout for his wife or his kid. They're always kind of looming. I got to get this done because my kids are going to come home. I got to get this done because me and the wife have to do something. My wife's going to get off work. Oh, my wife's working from home today. I just get the guy because that is my life. He's an old dad too. He's, uh, he's he, I think I'm 48 and I have a kid in third grade and sixth grade. And uh, holy cow, it's, uh, it's not easy, like physically, mentally, when you're halfway through life and, you know, trying to, it's, it's too much. It's just too much. Also, he had an old school feud, like a radio type feud back in the day going, I'm not saying this was a radio feud, but he had a feud going with Chad Zumick, his ex, his ex co-host, or I'm sorry, segment producer. And the back and forth between them on their respective podcasts attacking each other. It was very funny and very entertaining. And you don't really, I don't know, I don't see that stuff anymore. I said once upon a time that this Kevin Brennan, this version of Kevin Brennan would have been perfect, would have been a perfect fit for the golden age of Howard Stern. You know, either uh, either before Artie when Jackie was there or when he went to Sirius and had uh, Artie there. Kevin Brennan would fit that mold perfectly. If only Stern didn't become what he became. Also, like, Kevin Brennan made me realize that, yeah, Burt Kreischer sucks, man. I thought Burt Kreischer was, was hilarious. I'm so ashamed now that I, at my workplace, when I had a coworker, I shared the machine video. I like, got to watch this. Yeah, Burt Kreischer sucks. See that porcelain documentary for a complete explanation there on YouTube. Also, okay, so that's, uh, that's podcast number one, Misery Loves Company. Podcast number two, another one I'm, uh, I'm afraid to endorse publicly because I don't know what this guy says. I don't know this dude. But it's called POS, hosted by Pat Oates. And I'm specifically recommending, because I don't listen to every episode, so I'm not going to sit here and BS you, but I'm going to definitely recommend the interview he did within the last month. And again, today's March 11th, 2022. He did this interview with the guy from the Ski Mask Collective, the, uh, the, you know, the host of that. Uh, I, guess, what's his name? I guess his name is Ski Mask, right? That's what they call him. 
it was a great conversation. Ski mask was totally open. Talked about having a seizure. Might have been alcohol-induced. That was my impression from what he said. I apologize if I'm wrong. But he had a seizure at an airport. He was talking to Pat Oates about, he was talking about how his mom was uh, recently a guest on the Kevin Brennan podcast. That was the one episode of Kevin Brennan. I had to turn it off. I couldn't make it through that episode. It was Bob Levy, Kevin Brennan, and Ski Mask's mom. I couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. Uh, Oates, by the way, Pat Oates is a stand-up. Ski Mask, from what I gather, is is like starting as a stand-up, or he's kind of new. I'm I'm not 100% sure. But they talk about, just going to various shows, you know, comedy shows. And there's just a rapport between the guys. It's just interesting. It was compelling. They're also local guys to me. I've been cyber stalking Pat Oates for a couple of weeks now. And I swear, I, I think he lives within like a mile of me. Ski mask is somewhere south of me in like Fairfield County. That's uh, Connecticut. That's like the, uh, the fancy part. So I don't know. I don't, like a lot of people think uh, Connecticut is all country clubs, but uh, not where me and Pat Oates live. <laughs> It's a small state, you know what I mean? There's also a crap ton of podcasts in Connecticut that I've uh, discovered since me and Brian started doing Insufferable Bastards or originally Mobile Horror Companion then changed the name because horror movies suck. But uh, also, like, during the pandemic, I guess, and again, I'm an ignoramus here because I'm sort of late to all this, but there was something called uh, The Secret Show. It was comedy shows that I gather were held in people's private homes during uh, the pandemic, outside, it sounded like. I guess that I, it sounds like it was maybe in the Stanford area, Connecticut. I don't really know. Where's Coscob? I, I, I know that's like, that sounds like Country Club, Connecticut. Uh, but, but, but I have no idea. So anyway, that, that episode, POS, Pat Oates interviews Ski Mask, compelling. I listened to the whole thing. And at the end, I wanted more. You know, what else can you ask from a podcast episode? Speaking of compelling, but in a very different way. POS a few years back was featured in a Who Are These Podcasts episode, you know, WATP, and that's the podcast that is just about ripping apart all other podcasts, except if it's related to the Anthony Cumia compound media world. I mean, listening to that episode, and it's got to be one of the heavyweights in the Anthony Cumia thing. It can't be like one of the hanger-ons. But listening to that episode, it's like, I can I imagine that's what it's like to 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 listen to cancer form. It is so dark because basically who are these podcasts are brutal to Pat. But the episode they're talking about, Pat is being brutal to indie podcasts like this one, basically saying if you're not a broadcaster, you don't have an and you're not a comedian, you have no business being in front of a microphone. The whole thing is it's just so dark and so hopeless. But then I guess later Pat went on uh, that show. So if you want to like, if you're a low-level podcaster, proceed with caution. But definitely seek it out and then hug your kids. I also want to shout out The Movie Psycho. That's a podcast I found through Good Pods, which is that podcasting app. Uh, When I started recording or I had the idea for this episode, we were number three in their rankings of TV reviews. And I was like, oh, wow, I don't know how that happened or what that means. I think we've only had three people listen to it in that app, but whatever, we're number three. And now, now we drop down to number five because of the, the movie Psycho. I don't know. Good Pod seems like it's just a thing to, they just want you to tweet about them so they can, you're doing their marketing for them so they can sell ads. 
kind of annoys me. But I do, I'm, I'm there all the time checking to see what our ranking is. So, and it was the movie cycle came along and bumped us down to like number five last I checked. So screw you, movie psycho. But he had a really good take on the Texas Chainsaw Netflix movie from a couple of weeks ago. It's episode 44 of the movie Psycho. And I, if I remember correctly, the host, I don't remember the guy's name, but he's, from, he's either from Texas or he's from the South. So he came at the review with a different perspective at times. And I thought it, I found it interesting. All right, so uh, check it out. And, and again, in general, you know, I like movie reviews to some extent, although most, you know, most hosts have, have just god-awful taste in movies and have, and they have no like history of movies you know what i mean like they're just watching godfather for the first time you know but they've been reviewing movies for like a decade on youtube it's just it's just i don't know rotten tomatoes there's nothing worse than rotten tomatoes when you go and look at like who the top critics are at rotten tomatoes it's just this collection of who are these people what happened to roger ebert man and i love that like even my kid he's obsessed with rotten tomato scores and i'm like that's just like a a collection, it's a number. Go to an individual review, read that guy's writing, decide whether he or she has a point, and then follow that critic. Don't just do it through a score on Rotten Tomatoes, but I, I, I don't know. I don't, like, the whole movie review thing makes me, makes me sick. It's so dead. All right, but I will recommend some... Bigger podcasts here, I guess, for lack of a better word. I mean, anything's bigger compared to this podcast, but the plot thickens, right? If you're a movie fan, and, and I'm a massive movie fan, actually, and, and, and so is Brian. It's about, uh, the plot thickens is about the making, or the one season is about the making of the bonfire of the vanities. Great, great stuff. If you read that book, you're familiar with what a debacle that, that movie was during production. And, and the reporter who wrote the book saved all her recordings. So you get audio from the set. Bruce Willis, Melanie Griffith, Brian De Palma, the director, uh, Morgan Freeman, back in whatever it came out, the 80s, talking about what this movie was. And they all have the, you know, there's a sense that slowly builds that, oh man, this is, nothing is working on this. We're in trouble. And then finally, I'll recommend, and this is going back a few years and we already rec um, recommended it previously, but whatever. Once Upon a Time in the Valley, which tells the story of Tracy Lords, who was a pornography actress uh, back in the day, sort of infamous because she was underage, led to a big scandal, FBI involved. And it tells her story. She then went mainstream to a certain extent, I guess to a big extent, doing John Waters movies. And then, uh, I mean, she's a working actress at this point. So it tells her story through several different interviews. Like they go at it at, from different points of view. Because she didn't participate, so they had to come up with this other way to tell her story. And it, it's, again, it's, it's very compelling. Uh, I had the bizarre experience of uh, eating dinner at a bar in Danbury, Connecticut, and looking to my left, and there, Tracy Lords was there. Just like, wait, what? And John Waters was there, and it turned out they were staying at the hotel for some John Waters camp that was happening. Like, for rich people, though. I think it was, like, in Ridgefield, and you had to, I don't know, you pay a lot of money, and you can hang out with Tracy Lords, John Waters, and other people from the John Waters Ensemble. So you know, that's all I got. There you go. You got 20 minutes of Carlos Danger solo, which is compelling. All right? I'm a writer. I wrote some of this out. Yeah, I'm not a broadcaster. I'm not a comic book expert. 
But, you know, hey, this is good stuff. This is professional-grade podcasting, or at least the script. All right? I'm annoyed. Let me find the outro music. We're done. There it is. Oh, I guess I should mention it was just announced today, March 11, 2022, that... Wait, what's the guy's name? Ian? What's that guy's name from... Uh, Scott Ian from Anthrax is going to be at the CT Horror Fest, Naugatuck, Connecticut, September 16th and 17th. Listen, organizers, get yourself a hotel. You got to move this thing. Two-day convention. I need a hotel. There's nothing close. But uh, that's good. I mean, that's, that's, that's a big guest. Scott Ian, Anthrax, also the talking head, I think, on every program Produced for VH1 between the years 1996 and 2010. Bye. Fucking superhero movies. How many fucking more can they do?